Hello, lovely people. Welcome to Insights with Akosia, and I am your host, Akosia. in John chapter 6 verses 3 the Holy Spirit gives life the flesh counts for nothing the words I have spoken to you are spirit and they are life on this podcast our aim is to enable you gain a better understanding appreciate and live the word of God in this 21st century God bless you for joining us enjoy today's episode Welcome again to Insights with Akusia. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day. And our topic for today is love always. And today I have with me here two wonderful people. But before we get, before I um, actually introduce my guest, I wanted to give you guys a little bit of history on Valentine's Day. Now, the Valentine's Day had so many theories and some people say that it's about a pagan's festival, which um, later on, um, Christians tend to Christianize it to make it Valentine's Day. And the pagan festival was when they worship a Roman god called Lupecus. And also Valentine's Day, also the other theories are that um, from the Catholic Church, we have three um, three saints who are called Valentine and all these saints were martyred. Now, one theory for one of the saints was that this man um, during the Roman Empire under the Roman uh, Emperor Claudius II, this man was um, enabling lovers to marry because the Roman emperor at that time believed that men who were not married were able to fight properly in war than men who had um, were in marriage and had families. So there's so many history on Valentine, but today I'm, I have these wonderful people here with me for us to go a little bit into Valentine, the love of God, love from God, love of us, love our neighbor, the greatest commandment that God gave to us, love your neighbor as yourself, love in God. And then we'll go a little bit about um, relationships, the lady and gentleman relationship and singlehood. So with here with here with me today, I have Ednam Doce and Emanuela Anti. Now Ednam is a fifth a fifth year dental school student. I mean he's in fifth year dental school. And Ella is a fourth year student. Um, he's, she's doing electrical engineering at Ashesi and Ednam is in KNUST, School of Medicine and Dentistry. So um, Imanola, please, how are you doing? Thank you very much for joining me on this episode. 
I hope you're doing very well, Ella. Yes. Um, thank you for also giving me the opportunity to be on this um, podcast as well. I'm doing great and wonderful. Thank you so much. And please, Edinam, what about you? How are you also doing? I'm doing very well by the grace of God. And I'm very happy to feature on your this particular episode um, because I, I personally believe this topic is, is of importance to us as youth or particularly this generation. So I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you all. Thank you guys so much. Thank you very much. I'm always happy when I have guests on board because I just want people to share what they have and what better way not to do it on insights. So guys, as I was talking a little bit about the history on Valentine's Day, Edinam, can you um, give us a little bit comments and um, some small comments, few comments, sorry, on the history of Valentine's Day? Yes, please. So concerning the history of um, Valentine's Day, I actually believe you, you spoke a lot on it because uh, different people have different um perspectives when it comes to the whole celebration of uh, Valentine's Day. Yes, it's 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 called Valentine's Day because it was actually named after a Roman father, Saint Valentine, or probably uh, appropri- appropriately called Valentinus Attorney, who was a Roman father in the Roman Empire at, the, at that time when the emperor was um, Claudius II. Okay, so this actually, uh, People believe this this actually dated back about um, 269 uh, AD. That's after the death of Christ. Dated back at that time, almost about 2,000 years ago. So, and also other people believe that it was it was a pagan festival at that time when Christianity was not on the rise, and then the Roman empire were full of pagans and they had they you know as we all know the romans had a lot of gods that they worship and one of their gods also known as the god of fertility was called the was 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 actually the one they were celebrating on that particular 14th february and they 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 have a festival they call the lupercali the, the lupercalia and then they celebrate this god called uh, Lupercus. So, in the in the in the in the Greek, uh, their Greek counterpart has the same god called Aphrodite, as probably some of us may know. This is the god of fertility, god of sexual immorality, god of beauty, and and so on. And in the Roman Empire, they also believe this same god had a son, popularly known as Cupid. I don't know if you all see this drawing of a baby, uh, a cherub holding a bow and arrow, a very cute baby with wings. And then we call him Cupid. And this god is actually responsible for causing people to fall in love. So this people decided a day to celebrate the god called in the in the in Greek in Greek they call it they call her Aphrodite but then they call it Lupercus so they celebrate her so on this day they sacrifice animals such as goats and dogs because these animals have um, a special 
uh, a special way of uh, having sexual uh, intercourse. They are they they have high affinity for sexual intercourse, if I may put it. So they sacrifice these animals to the gods, and then they use their skins to whip ladies, and they believe that in so doing they would probably find love. And and on the more they have a lot of sexual immoralities going on during that festival, orgies and all. So. Later on, there were also stories about Valentinus Atoni, as um, Akosia already said. And this, 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 the same story you said about the Roman Empire, they believed the, 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 the emperor for that time actually banned marriages. But this father called Valentinus Atoni had a secret way of uh, marrying these young ones together at that time, yeah. which was actually against the orders of the emperor. That was Claudius II. So there was a story that he was caught, he was he was called before the law and he was supposed to be executed. But a day to his um, execution, he actually prayed for the one of the jailer's daughter and then she got healed. And a day to his execution, he wrote a simple note, a simple note to the lady. And then the note reads from your Valentine. And then that is how the, the 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 celebration of Valentine's Day actually was born. So the Christians believe that okay, sure, if we are celeb- if the pagans are celebrating their gods of uh, their, their gods of fertility, and then they are practicing sexual immor- immoralities like orgies and all these things on that day, which was now against the new norm that is Christianity. Why don't we adopt it and then try to change the face and Christianize it? So they actually adopted it. They put a stop to the sexual immoralities on that day and then they decided to name the whole holiday after or the whole celebration after Valentinus attorney that is the Valentine's Day where people have the opportunity to celebrate each other to show love to their loved ones and to buy roses because actually the rose flower and all the gifts the love the heart and the red color was associated with this god of fertility that's Aphrodite in uh, Greek and then um in Rome called the Lupercus. So this is how the Valentine's Day was born. And on the same day that Valentinus Attorney was crucified, that was 269 AD, February 14th. So that day was set aside as a holiday to celebrate our loved ones and show them love, give them gifts and all. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. Now, since Edinam has took as true, true and true the history of Valentine. I would like to read for us the greatest commandment. I'm going to read the first one, which is Mark chapter 12, verse 30. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength, according to the Berean Study Bible. Now, Emanuela, Please, would you like to come? I, I want you to come in here and give us a little bit understanding on your opinion about loving your God with all your heart, especially as Valentine, as I'm um, according to um, the little that um, Ednam told us that Valentine was able to do and they changed it. What can we Christians on Valentine's Day put this greatest commandment? 
not just Valentine's Day, but as an act of love, to love our God with all our hearts and with all our strength. Okay, so thank you so much for that question. And yeah, and this um, Bible verse is one of my favorites. And the first time, you see, as students or as people, regular churchgoers, we hear it a lot that God has summarized the Ten Commandments into two that is loving your God with all your heart and also loving your neighbor as yourself. And one time I took time to really um, read the text itself. And as I read, I was like, wait, God, you are telling me to love you with all my heart, with all my soul, with all my strength. Where in that love can I get to love my neighbor as myself? That was a really big question to me. I was like, so what am I supposed to do to do both just to love God and also get a chance to love my neighbor? And it struck me that God is love, like God is love. He loved that he loves us. He has his hand who he loves. He loves all his creatures. And that is why he has done everything in his word and it's everything about creation to show that he loves her. That means loving someone is not like focusing on just a particular thing, but it's love, loving means that you are loving every single bit about everything and about everybody. So I, as a Christian, I said, I, yes, if I love God, then I can repel that love to others. God just say Jesus Christ loved God. Jesus Christ also loved us. That is why he came onto earth to die for us. He loved his father. He could have said, oh, I won't come on earth to save mankind. I would have stayed with my father in heaven. But he wasn't selfish. He, he knew his father loved humans. That is why he also came on earth to save mankind so that we can also enjoy more love from God. And as Christians, to love God means to be reading your Bible. To love God means is to telling yourself, I want to understand you, God. I want to be with you, God. And then when you when you get that love fulfilled for God, you, you could see that it reflects. When you see someone, you speak good things about the person and it reflects your love to others. And then also, as Christians... As I said earlier, oh, it doesn't mean loving God doesn't mean we should only be with our books, but as we, I mean, be with the Bible. But as we are learning about the Bible, as we are learning more about the Word of God, then we are able to repel that love to others. And um, this whole Valentine's Day thing, with its um, history being is very blurred in my mind because it was a day for a Roman festival called Pecalia. And then now it has been changed by Pope Glacius in the 14th century to be a day of love. And it's good. We we have to share our love every day. But it's good that there's a day specifically to show love to everyone. But I would say it's not that we should do it only one day, but every day out of the 365 or 366 days in a year, Thank you. Thank you to Emanuela. Thank you very much. Now, you know, I would like to um, continue from 
as I was reading, um, I'd like to continue and read the second greatest commandment. Even though Emanuela touched a few about it, I'll also read and let Edenam um, also give his comments about the second commandment. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. No other commandment is greater than these. So Adnan, please, would you also come and give us a few comments about the second greater commandment? Yes, please. Thank you so much, Akosia. Um, I mean, God in his own wisdom, uh, uh, I mean, I almost, I almost said created love, but then the Bible actually described God as love himself. So there is this peculiar thing about love that really uh, makes it fun. So... You, you love your neighbor with all your heart and everything because it's 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 one is the greatest commandment so it, it's it is in the sense that let's just take this scenario if I love my neighbor so much that I love him just as myself and then there are certain things I wouldn't do actually to myself like to steal my own money to probably take my own wife I mean, I mean, cheat on my wife. I don't know how to put this one in the in context, but things like to kill myself. It's not a pleasant thing I would like to do to myself. So once I'm loving my neighbor just as myself, I would want everything good. That I would I would want everything good for my neighbor, just as I would for myself. So that in itself inherently makes the the, the commandments uh, the greatest of, of, of all the commandments. Because once you love your neighbor, all other things will fall in place. Once you love your neighbor, you won't you won't kill your neighbor, you won't covet your neighbor's properties, neither will you covet your neighbor's your neighbor's uh, wife. If you love your neighbor, you would more treat your neighbor so i think in totality loving your neighbor is, is like the summary of all the commandments so once you love your neighbor you wouldn't commit the other sins in quotes you are yeah loving your neighbor is just like obeying all the other commandments all the co- other commandments in in one is to love your neighbor thank you okay so from what i'm getting from both of you um, for um, the first one and the second one is we got to love God. We have to, Manola said that we could, this is a day that we could do it more, but we can do it every single day. So currently Valentine is mostly for people who is like, that's the idea about it, that Valentine is a day that um, loved ones, loved ones as in a lady and a guy will share their love for each other and all that. And that it has reached the point of everybody's like, I have to get a boyfriend, I have to get someone before Valentine, so I don't feel left out. But I believe that if we are supposed to follow these commandments that Jesus Christ gave to us in Mark, on Valentine, we we have to extend that by loving on God, doing things that will show us that we actually love God. Because this whole today's our topic is love always. So, and we could also actually, sh- you know, according to the history, buy roses and flowers for our neighbors, um, our friends, people that we don't have any kind of intimate relationship with, but like intimate or maybe 
um, intimate love and that kind of relationship with, but be your friends or any but like anybody you consider someone close to you, we could also do that. And so with that being said, I will actually like to ask for you guys in both comments. Um, um, let me ask Emanuela first. So Emanuela, um, comments about lady-gentleman relationship. Like if you are a guy, do you have to be pressured? And is it always the guys that are supposed to do something on Valentine? Because you are a lady, so it's also the guys supposed to do something on Valentine. And is it only Valentine that a relationship has to actually be, be show love or maybe on birthdays or something? But how do you, in your opinion, how do you see Valentine Day in a lady and gentleman relationship? Okay. Yeah, that's a very good question. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> with Valentine's Day, <laughs> I don't want to say we have kind of overrated it, but that is what I think. Because just as any other day could be Valentine's Day for everyone, yes, there's a particular day that has been set aside to show love to people. But that doesn't mean all the other 364 days in a year, I'm supposed to hate my neighbor. No, that is not what God teaches us as Christians or as humans. Yeah, so I would say with Valentine's Day, um, with your question about is the man supposed to do something, is it, is it the man who is supposed to um, do something on Valentine's I would say a big no. Yes, because we are all human. Let's say if you are in a relationship, right? You are both in a relationship. Even though maybe he proposed first or you proposed first, it is your relationship. And if it is vows day that you want it to be a very glorious day in your relationship, fine. But it shouldn't always be the man doing it. Like when you're loving someone, you don't expect someone to show you love first before you reciprocate that love. That love is always there. So you doing it first or he doing it first, I don't see any reason for that. But if it is your choice, whoever goes first, it's fine. Yeah. And then with Valentine's Day, I think, as I said, it shouldn't be the only day that we show love, but sending roses to loved ones, sending, especially for, as we know about chocolate a lot, sharing chocolates for everyone is very good. And it actually tells people that, well, I'm in the mind of this person. So let's imagine I'm in school. There's someone that I, I who inspires me or something, or maybe someone that I like, but maybe we've talked once or twice in class. But on Val's day, maybe I'll go to my into class and I'll see a chocolate on my desk from him or her. Or I'll come to my room, I see a chocolate from him. I'm like, oh, I supposed to give this guy just once or twice, but oh, he remembered to give me something very nice on Val's day. That's nice of him. And with that, you would have a good thought towards that person. I, even though I think it shouldn't be every day, but on that day, you, you try to sing deep and then try and create the love to every single person that can come into your mind and yeah i think yeah it's it's, it's a good thing 
Thank you so much. Thank you so much for such comments. I really do, really do appreciate such comments. And as you said, we are in fear in a in a relationship, and being an amor an amorous one, platonic, whatever. You shouldn't expect love from someone. You should first show love. That's all we have to do. That's the commandments God gave us as as a human being to show love, to be a to show a sign of humanity. It's so love. Now, also, definitely, there aren't. We are not all in relationships. There are definitely people who are single. Some people are married. Some people are divorced. Some people are single, single, single. Some people are in complicated relationships. Some people are actually in normal relationships. You know, it's all. It depends on whatever, however the person likes to put it. So, Ednam, I would like to for you to comment. So, if you're a single person on Valentine's Day. How should you do it? How should you, I mean, even with your feelings per se, somebody might feel lonely, but how should you perceive Valentine's Day? And how should you yourself go about Valentine's Day? Thank you so much for the question. And um, before I even answer the question, I would like to uh, recap what I said earlier concerning the history of Valentine's Day uh, in uh, in the pagan era. Uh, perspective. Uh, actually, if if we are considering Valentine's Day from the pagans, uh, pagans perspective, you would probably be considering sex, orgies, sexual immoralities, just as they, they used to do during the Lupercalia. That's the, the festival in honor of their god of sexual immorality, god of love and all that. So, but then as Christians, if we should uh, come down to uh, Valentino's attorney, I, I believe the, the letter, the notes that he wrote to the little girl, uh, showing the little girl love from your Valentine, he was not in any amorous relationship with the little girl at the time on that particular day when he wrote the note to her, but he was still extending love to her, knowing that the next day, is probably going to be killed or is probably going to be executed. So back to the question, as Christians, uh, it's it's Valentine's Day. If we are taking it from the Christian perspective, rather from the uh, ancient Roman perspective, we, we're probably considering, um, we are probably not considering sexual immoralities, but rather pure love for our neighbors, our friends. And with the issue, uh, with the, with the, with the issue with single people, you probably don't have to be in an amorous relationship to show the person love. As I said, Valentino Satoni wasn't in an amorous relationship with a little girl before he extended his love towards him. So we should all just make it a point. As Emanuela also said, you don't have to wait on someone to receive a gift, but you rather, you can also be proactive and then show love first, and then you also receive love. So I think it's not just about uh, amorous relationship or such sexual related activities, but just extending love to our neighbors and our friends and our loved ones. It could actually be your family, your parents, your siblings or whoever. So you just have fun. Thank you. Okay, thank you so much. So as Adonam said, just do it. Do not think that you have to be in a relationship with someone before you show love. Show love. And also, if you have a crush on someone and you want to, you can shoot your shot on Valentine's Day. 
you can shoot your shot any other day. Be bold. You know, life, you, <laughs> man might reject you, but that doesn't mean that you are less off. It means the person does not does does not like you. Does not mean that you are less off. You you still know know your worth. Some and if the person says no, just you know, go aside and move on. And if the person wants to play with your heart, I'm agreeing with Takosi on this one. <laughs> and if the person wants to play with your heart, the person is not serious. Because my lady, my man, God created you in his image. You're so important that he made you join hands with his son, Jesus Christ, to save you. So I don't see why you let another person make you feel less of, of who you are. If you are sad on Valentine's Day, what I could propose to you is try to show love. You'll be like, why can't I get that love from? That's the point. At the point of being sad and you showing love to someone, you know, you just don't think of what the person will do or the reaction of the person will do. Because what do you have to lose? You're already sad. Or you think you'll get more sad. You're already sad. You're already deep plunging your sadness. But what what I want you to do is to just show love. Do what God asks us to do, to love ourselves and love our new process ourselves. Love God. Loving God is making what true, true and true, true you. So now before we end, I like our guest, start from Ed since He said he liked what I was trying to say. I like our guest to give us a few comments and then we move on. So Ed what are your last comments for our listeners? Yeah. Uh, okay, sure. Thank you so much, Akosia. So I, I actually agree with you on that one because I, um, I, I, I have this uh, mantra I always say that how much is life that you should actually uh, stress yourself or deny yourself of the pleasures that we are allowed uh, according to the Christian principle to enjoy. So yes, it's true. As you said, if you actually have a crush on someone, it doesn't make you any demon. It's actually just make you a human because that's how that's how the human body actually works, the emotions and everything. So if you have a crush on someone, yeah, just walk straight to the person and then probably tell the person. That is if you really mean it to have uh, something to do with a person and to also uh, add to it is and even if you want to enter such relationship, I think you should do it the godly way. Yeah, all the principles, the Bible, the teachings, the teaching, the teachings from the Bible are, are, are still applied. And once you do it well, I think that's fine. And concerning uh, the second point that you 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 made, I think yes, it's fine. The the only thing I believe. The only time I believe that uh, living the relationship is in quotes a sin, according to the Bible, is when you actually get married to the person, because that's that's like that's no more like uh, the boyfriend girlfriend relationship that we normally see. It's it's, it's something you you you've gone to God's presence to do, and it's it's, it's for life. And the Bible actually frowns on. Uh, on on divorce but once you are in a boyfriend girlfriend relationship and you 
still stay pure, no sexual activities. You see, that what, what, what I believe is when people start having sex in relationships, that's when they think they have invested enough into that particular relationship. That when things are not going on well, things like the boys start beating the girl, abusing the lady physically, they still feel that, oh, this particular relationship, I can't leave because I, I've been used. So I also have to stay and then get my reward. And in their mind, that reward is probably the guy marrying them one day. But I believe if the guy is beating you whilst you are his girlfriend, when he gets married to you, then he will kill you because he won't beat you, increase, then he will will actually kill you. So once you are not married in the presence of God, you have all your, uh, you have every right to leave a relationship when it's not doing you any good. So I believe the boyfriend-girlfriend relationship relationship in the Christian perspective is just to give us the, the, the avenue for the opposite sex to know each other better, to agree one day if they want to be together for forever or the otherwise, that is to separate when things are not going on. So I think we should all um, be mindful of our relationship to the opposite sex. Do not invest so much. You can invest so much in other aspects like monetary or anything, but then with your body sexually, I think we should just take note of that one. So we don't feel we have invested enough and if things are not going on well, we cannot leave the relationship. Thank you. Thank you so much. And also about what you were saying concerning the marriage and like leaving and all that. Um, That is a whole different topic on its own. And I tell you guys, I would love to go in there, but not now. But what I just want to say is that if also in marriage and somebody is is being abused, you don't have to leave the person immediately. You have to... um, as I said in the Bible, you meet with elderly people, you talk about it. And if it's still not working, the person still wants to wants to actually kill you, about to kill you. It's a whole touchy subject. But in my opinion, I just feel that it's the need to leave, to save yourself and even maybe your kids, not just for the female, because guys do get abused. And, you know, now... There are so many, um, so many um, facts going about. So many statistics that um, guys, men are uh, the ones who could actually, you know, do suicide. The suicide rates for men are high, so high, so high. Because with men, they try to keeping their emotions and everything and all that. And I should also tell you that if you are a lady and your boyfriend is trying to show up emotionally to you, don't feel like the guy is weak or anything, that is even good because at least you're preserving him from not going to die because all these suicide rates is coming out from that. And as I told you, we're going to talk about this later. And I think you, I think you, Adnan, for hitting on such points is very important, is very, very important. But in marriage, you can leave for certain reasons, but not, we talk about them right now. God, Jesus Christ said that you can leave when um, cheating comes, adultery comes involved and all that. But if you have been abused and you think that the man can kill you when you believe that you have done all your possible best to solve it and the person is still not trying to change. It's better to separate, at least if that's what you can do, separate. It's better than to stay to die. 
So Ella, please could you also give us your last comments, then we wrap up and we end. Okay, I'll now to do that. Um, so yeah, you guys have really raised important points. And I want to remind our wonderful listeners about the two main things that we said in this podcast. That is loving God and then loving mankind. And we should not forget First John chapter 4, verse 8, which says, He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Let's not forget, forget sorry, that God is love. He loves mankind, and we are also supposed to love. All our lives is supposed to be based on what God wants. And yes, loving God means loving his word, being ready to do things that is going to, you know, is is in line with what God wants and sacrificing all the things that he hates. Yeah, and I don't want us, I, want, I don't want us to get to a point where maybe when God, Jesus comes for the second coming and he says, I do not know you. And you would say, God, I love you. I went to church. I did this. I did that. But he will tell you maybe you didn't show love to mankind. You didn't show love to your neighbor because he said, this is, this is the greatest of all commandments. You should love mankind. You should love your neighbor as yourself. So loving your neighbor as yourself is not only the, the romantic love you have towards your spouse or you have towards your boyfriend or someone you are crushing on. That is good. God has given it to us so that we could enjoy love in our marriages. But the brotherly love that God is talking about is the love that Jesus himself showed when he came on earth, when he healed the sick, when he raised the dead, because he was feeling, he emphasized with the people. Yes, so we should learn as humans. I'm talking about the general being a human being. As a human, you should learn to listen. If that is the way you could show someone that you love the person, people end up um, committing suicide, people end up doing things that are harmful to them because people don't have time to listen to them. So any small time you get that maybe a friend is in, you know, even if it's not a friend, someone you feel is in need, someone who needs someone to listen to, yes, go to the person, whatever the person has to say, listen and and give any friendly advice that you can give. And also showing love can be through helping someone you need in cash or kind or anything. And then it is great that we have a day set aside known as the Valentine's Day, where we get to keep in touch with a lot of people sharing love across social media, sharing love across and um, with our friends and family and everybody. And with the platonic love, it is a wonderful thing. And God has, I mean, with the love, the, the romantic love, God has instilled it in us so that we can enjoy our marriages and we can love our spouses. So we should make sure, we should be aware of sexual immoralities now that we are not married. The day you get married, you can do whatever you want to do. But as I now, learn to love your boyfriend or your fiancé, everyone. Though you would have some attractions, but 
don't wait for the guy to do something before you do it or just show love just as you're showing love to everybody so yeah these are the few points i want to say to conclude the whole conversation Thank you. Thank you so much, guys, for joining me on this episode. Thank you so much for hitting us on social morality. Thank you all, all so much. God bless you and God bless you, my listeners, for also joining. I hope that you like this episode. You can drop your comments, send, a, send us um, a PM on WhatsApp. You can also subscribe to us on wherever you listen to us from or favorite us on Anchor. Thank you so much again and have a wonderful day. Bye-bye.